Hey, it's Maller here. It's bracket season, and you can pre-register now for the Fox Sports Radio Bracket Challenge at foxsportsradio.com. Get details, rules, and pre-register today so you can easily create your winning bracket when it's live on March 17th. Once you fill out your bracket, you'll be entered for a chance to win the ultimate college sports trip for you and a friend, including travel and stays at any graduate hotel's Location sponsored by Tractor Supply and Graduate Hotels, where college fans stay. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic, a sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. In the air everywhere. And a happy, happy Saturday to you. It is the day before the day before a day that many look forward to this, the 23rd day of the great month of December. Happy Saturday to you. The fifth hour with Ben Maller and Danny G radio in the air everywhere worldwide. Thanks to the power of the pod, the power of the pod. And we'll jump right into it. Danny, we had a spicy hot pod on Friday, very sporty, with Yamamoto, the news coming down on Thursday leading into our Friday morning sojourn there with Yamamoto going to the Dodgers and people up in arms. I I did enjoy, I'm not going to lie, I, I didn't consume too much social media, but I uh, was on there and the people that were outraged uh, by that and just the Dodgers in general, uh, I, I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed it. Like somehow that's a bad thing that the Dodgers spent a sack load of money to <laughs> – Get good players like they should be shamed for doing that, and I, I don't get that logic. Sports radio in the Bay Area, I heard that it was a shit show on Friday morning and all day Friday with all the San Francisco Giants fans whining. Yeah, I've seen Yankee fans uh, posting videos. You know, Yankee fans, Danny, the personification, the epitome of deep pocket baseball, the New York Yankees. And th- some of their fans are furious, right, that the Dodgers now sit in the lap of luxury and uh, and all that. But anyway, I, I just got a kick out of that, so I wanted to mention that at the start. But on this, the Saturday pod, we've got the uh, poster boy, Benny's Big Board, Ho-Ho Hospital, 
and uh, we'll have some other fun. I'm sure, uh, Danny, we have some things you want to toss into the to the stew here. And by the way, since this is a holiday weekend, the powers that be have informed us this podcast because it is Christmas weekend, a two for one bonus pod. We are going to jam into this podcast, two podcast for the price of one. You can't get that. You can't. That's wicked good is what that is, right? I mean, that's amazing. Nuts. That's a bargain. Normally, you only have to pay us $5.99 a month to subscribe to this show. This is free this weekend, and it's two shows inside one. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. Two, it's a two for one special. Uh, buy one, get one free. And uh, that's what we have going for you. And uh, you're very lucky that you've, you've stumbled yeah. on Perfect timing because I'm going to be at Disneyland tomorrow. Okay, well there you go. All right, so we have we have the greatest supporters in all of Radioland. Uh, very blessed, uh, very blessed. I've been doing this a long time, and yeah, the people that listen to the overnight show have been so amazing, so wonderful. This week, I was blown away. It takes a lot for me to be blown away. It happens every so often, and usually it happens when you don't expect it to happen. So uh, our friend Femi who I actually met in Minnesota. He lives in Minnesota. He's the number one Uber East driver in the Twin Cities. He's become a brigadier general in the Maller Militia. And he dropped what I would call a thunderbolt, uh, my direction, just on a you know, random night. I'm just doing the show, whatever. People are sending comments in, nothing out of the ordinary, uh, just normal radio night. And then right out of left field, Femi posts a message on social. He informs me, that I hadn't heard from him in a while. He usually checks in every week with some content. He informed me that his father had passed away. I was like, well, that's sad. And, and he said there was an elaborate funeral in his homeland in Nigeria. And he attached a couple of photos. And in these photos, you might have seen them if you follow me on social media. If, you, if not, they're available. We saw a group of Nigerians holding up a poster that had my ugly mug on it and the Ben Maller show name and the Fox Sports Radio logo as Femi, the photojournalist, said he had converted some of the locals there in his native Nigeria into the Maller militia. And he claimed in Nigerian culture, when someone dies, you know, we, we have the celebration of life everywhere. But in Nigeria, they do like a carnival thing for two days to celebrate, as Femi said, a life well-lived. So I mean, this, just, this just blew me away. So from L.A. to Nigeria, we do the show in L.A., 7,812 miles to get from where we are to Nigeria in, in the middle of Africa, and they're promoting the show. Uh, it, was, it was really cool. Wild, wild, wild. So thank you, Femi. Uh, I do... I do appreciate that. And in honor of that, I was inspired. Now, I don't do lists, Danny. You know I'm not a list guy, right? No, not at all. You do big boards. That's right. So I'm going to do Benny's big board, which is not a list. It's not a checklist. It's not a watch list. It's not a hot list. It's not a short list. It is none of those things. Wrong. It is a big board, which is much different. And, and oftentimes people are confused by big board. 
Uh, so don't be confused, right, uh, at all. It's like the stock market. It's the Dow Jones. It's the New York Stock Exchange, which is not a big board. Right? It's yeah. not. It's uh, just like how the mailbag is not anything like Ask Ben. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. See, you get it, right? The mailbag. People confuse that all the time because people are stupid. Uh, it's nothing like the mailbag, the, the mailbag and Aspen. They're not they're not the same. So on Big Ben's big board, this is the first time I've ever done this. The 10 most memorable things at this time that a P1 has done as a super fan of the Ben Maller show over the years. And I guarantee you I'm forgetting a bunch of stuff that's really good stuff. That happened, and it just slipped through my memory. So I would like if Anthony in Anaheim hears this or Alf, the alien opiner, any of the guys that have been with the show for a long time that have listened, Chip in the Qs, who's been with me since the early days, if you can refresh my memory on some of the stuff I forgot. So with that as the backdrop, immediately admitting this is probably a terrible list, which is not a list. It's a big board. Uh, so these are the 10 most memorable things that P1s have done as super fans of the Ben Maller Show at my time at Fox Sports Radio. In no particular order. I'm not putting these, because that would make it a list, Danny. If I put them in a certain order, that would be a list. But these, there are 10 things in no particular order that we can move around. We can put one here and move one down and all that. I'm fine with that. But the first one I want to bring up is Doc Mike. Now, Doc has done a couple of zany things with me over the years. The two things that Doc Mike has done that I want to mention for the big board. Uh, one of my favorite memories of Doc is when Michael Vick was in prison in Leavenworth in Kansas. And Doc Mike, so delusional that he was convinced that Michael Vick wanted to talk to him and that he just had to travel to Leavenworth prison to meet with Michael Vick. So Doc got in his car from Chicago, drove to Leavenworth, Kansas. And every day for a week, he would go into Leavenworth and try to meet with Michael Vick. And the, 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 the wardens would be like, well, you're not on the list. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't know you can't come in. And Doc would call me from Leaven, outside Leavenworth. He's like, I'm here. I'm here. I'm waiting for them to open up. You know, it's a few hours away. They're going to open up. And all that. it was, it was ridiculous. And then the other one was just Doc did this several years the most famous one was he'd go to Wrigley Field every year and drop a goat head off, the curse of the Billy Goat. And uh, the Cubs obviously won the World Series since this happened, but this is a long time ago. And so he'd do this every year. One year before a Cub-Giant game, he drops off the goat head. Now, the game ends up getting rained out. And since the Cub game got rained out at Wrigley opening day, the Sports writers had nothing to write, so instead they wrote about this goat head. I'm going to decapitate a goat. Bloody goat head that had been dropped off by a lunatic fan. And I will never forget the then mayor of Chicago, Rahm Emanuel was his name at the time, and he held a news conference announcing that no resource would not be used to find out who put the goat head at Wrigley Field. He said the, the Chicago police were going to investigate this. They were going to get to the bottom of it. And we, Doc Mike, like he laid out the whole blueprint on the air. 
uh, of, of what he was doing. It was, uh, and, and then the mayor of Chicago said, "We're we're going to get to the bottom of this." I think. Well, I think we know who did it. I think we know who did it. Uh, an, another name that popped up on my big board here: David from Winter Park, Florida, along with Roscoe the parrot. So David went above and beyond the call of duty here. He drove from Winter Park, Florida, which is, I'm told, I've never been to Winter Park, Florida, but I've told it's it's kind of not far from Orlando. And he drove up I-95 to Boston with Roscoe the Parrot, a giant stuffed animal, Roscoe the Parrot, and met me at the Cask and Flagon in Boston for the Maller meet and greet. Uh, and, and that, that was just nuts. That, I mean, and I was only there. I was only for like a couple hours. These meet and greets are a couple hours. And he drove all the way from Florida to hang out for a couple hours at a random bar in Boston. So that was, that was pretty cool. And then at that same event, Wayne from Southie is also on big Ben's big board. Uh, the 10 most memorable things that P ones have done as super fans of the show, because Wayne from Southie this is a guy, I did it for Maller. I did it for Maller. And he claimed he had been sober for a number of years. And he kept buying me alcohol and buying people shots in the bar. And he wanted everyone to toast me. And so, and he, and he I've been sober. Blah, 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 blah. You know, we have the drop. And then I forget what exactly what he said, but I did it for Maller. And uh, that was hilarious. <laughs> what a great character, Wayne from Southie is and he doesn't call the show much anymore but he was just wonderful we, we love wayne uh it was great now also on the big board we have ed in spokane now ed actually makes a couple appearances on big ben's big board this one was from the maller man march in 2019 wandering the streets of seattle me and ed and jay scoop was there and robbie the mariner fan and we had several other superstar listeners of the show from the Pacific Northwest that had united for the Maller Man March from a certain point in downtown Seattle to the Seahawks Stadium. They're playing the 49ers. It was like the last week of the season. The winner got in the playoffs. And so it was a big deal. And uh, of course, such a big deal. They wouldn't let me in the stadium. But nonetheless, uh, nonetheless, we we marched and Wayne had his or not Wayne, Ed, Ed, excuse me, Ed had his bullhorn and was doing chants and homeless people were yelling at him to shut up. The homeless in Seattle because he was so annoying. <laughs> ben Maller show. Listen to the Ben Maller show. Uh, also, as we continue big, Benny's big board here, the 10 most memorable things that P1s have done as super fans of the show over the years. And please add to this if I'm forgetting something. How about Pete in Pittsburgh when the company laid me off in August of, actually it was January. It was January of 09, January 20th of 09. I got laid off. I was rehired in August, six months and 26 days later. But Pete in Pittsburgh called into the king of all media, Howard Stern's radio show, to say how upset he was that I had been laid off. And so Howard talked about my my situation with Pete in Pittsburgh and not just mine, but so many people, good, hardworking radio people that were whacked on that fateful day. And uh, it, it was really funny because I had a bunch of relatives that aren't sports fans that were Stern fans. And I, I had people reaching out. To me, Did you see your name was mentioned? Did you hear your name was mentioned on the Stern show? And so uh, I want to thank Pete for that. 
That's cool. I never heard that story. Yeah, and I was really it was really wild. And I actually have the audio of my somebody sent me a copy of it. I have it in my my inbox, but that was that was cool. Now to be fair, I mean I've ripped Howard. I, I think Howard lost his fastball, but but only recently, you know, within the last like five, seven years. This was this goes back about 15 years now. Uh number n- number five, again, in no particular order, but this is the fifth name. Uh, we'll put on the list, uh, which is not a list. It's Benny's big board. So number five, random Cleveland fan. Now, I don't have the name of this person. I don't know whether they're actually a fan or not, but what they did was what a P1 would do. So we'll go back to the year 2016, I believe it was. The Cleveland Cadavers had beaten the Golden State Warriors. They'd come back to beat Golden State. This was the series Draymond Green played the Nutcracker and got suspended, and that turned the series around, allowed Cleveland to get back in the series. So that they win. The Cavaliers win the championship. And I'm, whatever, I'm moving on with my life. They have a massive parade, massive rally in downtown Cleveland. And that evening, I'm getting people sending me photos that were taken by newspapers and uh, news websites from the parade. And... A random person, I don't know who this is, I've never seen this person before or after this incident, was walking around the parade with a giant poster board. And on the poster board were the photos of Skip Bayless, Stephen A. Smith, yours truly, and a couple of the random people. And they had listed all of us as LeBron Cavs haters. He's trash. Who were picking against the Cavs and said they weren't going to win the <laughs> championship. And uh, and so I, it was hilarious because I'm like right next to Stephen A. and Skip Bayless, which is our our accountants actually, Danny, say the same. You're, you're right in the same tax bracket as Stephen A. and Skip Bayless. But it was a great photo, and I actually have it up in my studio where I, I do a lot of the work from here because it's it's like a million people behind this guy. He's holding up a poster with – all of our photos on it. It was just, it was priceless. So it was just absolutely priceless. Uh, also, uh, Femi's obviously on the list. We already mentioned Femi, the Nigerian funeral for his father, the Maller poster, which was great. Uh, I've got a few more on Benny's big board. How about Fats from Philadelphia lighting himself on fire during the COVID NFL draft of 2020 and screaming my name? Uh, that was That was amazing. He lit his chest on fire. He also later on, uh, he he did the Doc Mike thing, uh, drank some of the yellow juice, and we we he did it uh, right from the tap, Danny. Oh, yeah. Well, the, yeah, and he ended up showing all of the internet little fats, uh, which we, we didn't need to see. But the fats is an all time great, typical Philadelphia uh, hardcore Eagles Neanderthal fan. Uh, also, uh, Ed in Spokane is on here again on on Big Ben's Big Board. This is arguably the funniest thing, and some would say the most controversial thing that anyone's done for the show. Uh, this goes back again to the pandemic in 2020 when the world was shut down and all that. There were protesters, uh, the James Floyd uh, situation and all that that was going on. It was a wild time. And uh, there was there were Black Lives Matter rallies all over the place. And Ed in Spokane, Washington, showed up to a Black Lives Matter rally protest in 
somewhere, I don't think it was in Spokane, but somewhere in, in, in Washington. He shows up at the rally. People are all upset and they're complaining and protesting and the whole thing. And he's got a megaphone. Listen to the Ben Maller show. You know, he's doing <laughs> Oh, man. He, the thing about Ed is he has no filter. Like a lot of people would be like, hey, I can't do that. I'd be so embarrassed. You know, I don't want to do that. But Ed in Spokane is like, no, screw it. I don't care. He's got no shame in his game. And it's just the the video of him screaming to listen to the Ben Maller show overnights, you know, in, Se- you know, in Seattle, Washington, whatever. And the looks on the face of the people there that are protesting is, <laughs> oh, what are you doing? <laughs> it was it was absolutely priceless and uh and and I, I i would be remiss if you do a benny's big board and not mentioning the greatest advertising anyone could ask for from a listener moving man matt from boston with his mobile maller billboard yeah that he's got two trucks moving trucks he goes from coast to coast moving thousands of pounds of product. And he has at the very bottom on each side of his truck promotion of the Ben Maller show. And so that that's just amazing. So thank you. Moving man, Matt, I'm sure I'm missing a bunch. I got a couple really quick. Got what do you um, got? Okay. How about the cake benefactor? Oh yeah. We were getting cake every other week. Not just cake, Danny. These were designer cakes. Yeah. These were luxury cakes every single week. These were pieces of art that we were getting. I want a camel. It was so amazing. And then also I got to add to that list, Rod in Bakersfield. He brought steak to the studio and he also had us out for a steak dinner when we were at the uh, baseball game there. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we were in Bakersfield. We closed the, the whole team down. Yes. Bakersfield. The Bakersfield blaze. They were a blaze. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Maller burned it down. Yeah, we were the curse of the Benbino was in effect there. Yeah, that was very kind of Rod. Yeah. And there's been a few listeners, Ben, that treated us to fat sals. I'm thinking of Big Lou, who treated us a few times, and a couple others. Thank you. Uh, when I was on your live show, thank you for the extra 10, 12 pounds I gained while I was there. I'm working so hard even now to get rid of that weight. No, absolutely. I mean, everyone's been uh, been amazing and people have been so kind. I know when the pandemic was going on, people were just like sending us random stuff in the mail. Like just we, 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 you mean so much. It's like so important. Here's, here's a hat. Here's a, here's a shirt yeah. from was- mugs to stickers to yeah. that gentleman that sent us the, uh, the Boston uh, hot dogs. Oh, that's yes. I complete. That's a, that's another one. I, I had a guy uh, in Boston who was a big fan, and I love the Fenway Monster Dog, which is to me the greatest ballpark hot dog I've ever had. And you can buy them in the in the grocery stores around Boston. I don't live in Boston, and so this guy every year would overnight a giant, and I say giant. This thing was massive. There were probably 50 hot dogs or more in this thing, and he just overnighted, and there you go. We had Fenway Monster Dogs, Fenway Franks, and I would grill those things up during the summer, and it was just awesome. So a wonderful gesture for sure. And, th- and thanks to everyone else, and really, really, really cool. 
really, really, really cool. Uh, I know there was some other stuff, Danny, right? You had some some things on your mind you wanted to, to share with the class this week and things that have happened as we wind down, heading in. This is a two-for-one special this holiday weekend. Yeah, I, I wanted to ask you a fun question that we covered on Old School 150 Hits this past Thursday on Covino and Rich. It was National Bah Humbug Day. And the question was, what's one thing that everybody else loves, but you hate? We got some great calls, really good stories from the guys. Dumb for my answer, but they laughed because I said soup. Not a fan of soup. No, because my mom used to serve tomato soup. And I'd say, what's for dinner? And she'd say, the soup that's on the table. And I'm like, that's not dinner. Yeah. Soup's not dinner. It's an appetizer. Yeah, I agree with you. Unless it's a hearty, like a thick chicken soup with lots of chicken. But for the most part, 98% of soup is not. It's just, it doesn't fill you up. Yeah, yeah. And then after, if you can think of one, while I tell you, this lady called in, Amber from Dallas. She called in and she ranted in a fun way, but she ranted on what she called Disneyland adults, Disney adults, people who are grown but still act like little kids when they get to go to Disneyland and they wear the ears and they go maybe without kids. She was trying to make the point that only kids belong at that park. Yeah. Yeah. She she hates it. Everyone else loves it. She hates it. Yeah. Uh, She's the Debbie Downer. I'm famous for, I I can't say I hate this because I've never had it, but coffee. So many people love coffee. I've never had a cup of coffee and, like everywhere I go, like uh, Tom Looney, who I do the TV show with Benny versus the Penny. He's always trying to every week. Oh, you should have some coffee. You know, you should really drink some coffee. Like it's like this peer pressure. My <laughs> wife, you drink some coffee. You should really have some coffee. You know, your life would be better with coffee. I'm like, no, I don't need the coffee. All right, so you just hate hearing people talk about it. Another one, much like you with your mom and the soup. My mom loved turkey. Bless her soul. So anytime anything big happened in the family. Uh, birthday, a holiday, she she would run to make a turkey. I ate so much turkey that I don't like turkey anymore. I hate it. Uh, <laughs> uh, we had a caller who called up and said his uncle bought big tubs of peanut butter. <laughs> and for months and months and months, they lived off that peanut butter. And to this day, he can no longer eat peanut butter whatsoever. That reminds me of that. And I'll say for my mom, besides that tomato soup, she used to serve us bologna sandwiches all the time. It got to the point where I asked her, I said, is there anything else we could put in the bread? If I even smelled bologna right now, I would probably vomit. (laughs) Yeah. For me, the sandwich uh, was tuna fish. Because my mom loved to give me a tuna fish sandwich because she read in some magazine that it was healthy for you. Of course, it probably had so much mercury at that time when I was a kid. I don't know. Yeah. That mercury and mayonnaise. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was covered in mayonnaise. But the problem was she would put an ice pack in there, but I'd go to school at 730 in the morning. You know, school <laughs> started at eight. And it was hot in a late, you know, early in the year it'd be hot. And the ice pack would wear off. By the time I got to lunch, it was a warm tuna fish sandwich. Oh, gross. It's not really to my taste buds. I did not really enjoy a warm tuna fish sandwich. So uh, I, that's the only fish. That's probably the last fish I ate 
Hey, it's Maller here. It's bracket season, and you can pre-register now for the Fox Sports Radio Bracket Challenge at foxsportsradio.com. Get details, rules, and pre-register today so you can easily create your winning bracket when it's live on March 17th. Once you fill out your bracket, you'll be entered for a chance to win the ultimate college sports trip for you and a friend, including travel and stays at any graduate hotel's Location sponsored by Tractor Supply and Graduate Hotels, where college fans stay. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everything. Everybody, including sitting presidents. So join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before, tell it like it is, and even sing a song or two. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This next tale is very relatable. Uh, now, recently, I made my annual trip to the North Pole. What a perfect time this holiday weekend here, the day before the day before that that matters. So our, our tradition of taking Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer to Santa's workshop, yours truly, wearing a Santa suit as I portrayed the legendary character, Santa Claus, Chris Kringle, uh, each year, give back to the community. The wife is a public servant, is a 911 operator in the town she works in. I get to play Santa Claus, and I get strapped to the back of a fire truck. In fact, I'll put some photos online later today so you can see uh, see what I've got going on. But we ride around the town my wife works in with a police escort, and I wave at men, women, and children as I spread holiday joy. And uh, fun fact about Santa Claus. Now, according to the Internet, this must be true because I read it on the Internet and the Internet's never wrong. The modern American version of the suit is attributed to a guy named Thomas Nast, who was working for Harper's Weekly magazine. And it's often confused with Coca-Cola. Now, Coca-Cola, this guy, uh, Hayden Sunbloom is the guy's name. He standardized what the image of Santa looks like. And because of Coca-Cola, they had the red suit and the white fur trim, which is what we associate with 
ever since then. But this goes back, way back to the 1800s. And the image that was drawn by this guy, Thomas Nast, is what is Santa Claus. Uh, he uh, took and combined, uh, created the modern version of Santa Claus, which was based on a couple of German figures, St. Nicholas and uh, we Hashtisman. Probably butchered that. I'm not great with German. Racist. Uh, but this guy... Nast, who's been dead for over 100 years, I believe now. But what a contribution to still modern society because he created what is the image of Santa Claus, as people know it in the Western world. But also, he created the elephant, which is the symbol for the Republican Party. The, the, you know that drawing of the elephant? Yeah. That was his. That was his. That He came up with it. And they still the Republican, car, the Republican Party still uses that as their their mascot all these years uh, later and he's he's been called the father of american cartoon the father of the american cartoon so anyway i i I'll get back to the point please all right so i'm sorry about it. i just got carried away but but uh, back to my day as santa claus so i had a blast people genuinely enjoyed the night that's the vibe i got a lot of kiddos were smiling I, I know things were going well because I saw a lot of Statue of Liberties. You know what the Statue of Liberty is, Danny, when you're at an event and everyone's holding up their arm and yeah. taking photos like they're this, you know, holding up the torch, this you know, Lady Liberty. And, and so, so that was kind of cool. People wanted to record it. Now, did you get to throw candy? Uh, I did not. But people, some of the people, some of the jokesters were actually throwing like, uh, it was like they were fake snowballs. They were like little pl like cloth snowballs. And so they would throw them at me. And every once in a while, I would catch one and throw it back at them. And they were howling. Like when, when I threw it back, I was like, well, Santa Claus is throwing a snowball back at us. That's the funniest thing in the world. So this lasted like three hours. We went up in the mountains. It was a mountain community. We went up in the mountains. It was very cold, probably in the high 30s when we went up to the mountains there. And I'm just wearing a Santa suit doing my thing. And everything's great. The hardest part of that, you know what the hardest part of the day was, Danny? You want to take a guess? Uh, when you had to urinate. No, I didn't drink water all day because I didn't want to have to urinate and get out of the Santa suit. So that was not the problem. The hardest part was getting off the fire truck. <laughs> and th this is a dicey situation. So in my you haste. You needed a crane. Well, in my haste, Danny, it was hard enough to get on the fire truck, the very top of the fire truck, but then to get off the fire truck. Now, as you know, I'm a gymnast, and I, I'm, uh, I, I do yoga. I'm very flexible. Wrong again. And as I was crawling on the roof of the fire truck to reach over the side to try to put my massive feet on the steps to get off said fire truck, uh, I get down off the truck, and it was like that classic episode of the old comedy, The Honeymooners. Oh, my aching back. I had lower back pain. For most of the last week. And I'm like walking around like an old guy. I I, I, I could not even like bend over. It was like I, I couldn't sleep on my side. I had to sleep. It's weird. You have to sleep on your back when you hurt your back. You have to kind of lay flat. And yeah. it took most of the week before my back kind of snapped back in place. But it was like, I, I mean, I, I'm at the age now where even getting off a freaking fire truck, I might end up damaging myself. So uh, it was it was ho, ho, ho hospital. But I, fortunately, I did not have to go 
to the hospital. I probably should have had it checked out, but I, I knew I had just twisted a muscle in my lower back, and I was like, yes, you know, I'll be fine. And, and, and plus, I couldn't really complain about it. I didn't mention it on the radio because I have pointed out, and this is hand to God a true story. When I covered the NBA back in the 90s, and this was like a running joke among the coaches and whatnot. Oh, um, yeah, the the famous back injury. Yeah, yeah. When like a player went out and had a little too much fun with the ladies or the booze yeah. or both, and they wanted to miss a game, they'd come up with a lower back injury. Because at that time, and I still think this is the case, there's no, there's no test. There's no real yeah. treatment that you can do. It's just, you know, it's when it feels better, you're able to play and all that stuff. And so sure. it's a phantom injury. Yeah, exactly. So I can't say, well, I had a lower back injury. I couldn't miss work. I have a lower back injury. So because I, I, everyone knows that's a bogus injury. But I had it, and it hurt like a mofo. I was like, damn. I know you've had some back stuff, Danny, right? You've had some issues from now, you know, now and again, right, that pop up. In fact, what was it? It was Thursday afternoon that Covino was complaining about a back injury he has. He did it at the gym, and then he re-injured it by getting into his car really quick because of the downpour, he like contorted his body in a weird way to get into the car extra fast because of the rain. And so he retweaked it. He was groaning in pain. Rich called him a pussy on the air and he stopped complaining. <laughs> <laughs> but I busted out one of those Shaquille O'Neal sticks that numb the lower back, the roller. Oh, those like, are good. Yeah. Yeah, man. I have that in my backpack because from time to time, my lower back barks to the point where I got to roll that bad boy on there and just numb it. Yeah, it's like, you know, come on. Like, I don't feel that old, but that, stuff like that happens. I'm like, I can't even get off a fire truck. Like, I used to jump off those things. And it was no problem. But now it's like, I got to I gotta have like an army of people around me to make sure I go slowly and not uh, jump off the truck. And what a pain mm -hmm. in Okay, so uh, we, we do have a back scratcher this week, uh, and we'll just get to that real quick. This is on the Apple podcast page. Follow the podcast, and then you can really help us out if you post a review. It's in the description. Danny, make sure to put it in there every episode. Um, we had one from, I don't think this is the real name, Quang from Vietnam. Now, maybe we have a listener in Vietnam. It's possible. Probably not. It's one of uh, your brother's friends that he's going to visit. That's right. Yeah. Uh, he says, uh, headline Fight Club on the Back Scratcher review. He says, these guys never even ask for reviews, which <laughs> is nice. So I figured I'd review out of the kindness of my heart, five stars is the review. Uh, nice. See, that's what we're saying. It's Fight Club. You yeah. don't mention it. You go the other direction like that. Yeah. See, this is what we were hoping for. Unlike the, the donkey last yeah. week, I think it was, who was, well, I, you know, these guys are really, really nice if management didn't force them to ask for people to post uh, you know, things on Backscratcher. I was like, oh, man. Yeah, man. Play it off. Be yeah. cool. All right. I, I know we're not doing foodie fun. I did have some foodie fun. So I, I just wanted to mention the big story in food. And we're not going to have time to get to the meat of this, but Costco, did you see the news? Did this come up on Covino and Rich? They are discontinuing one of their popular items in the food court. It's going away in 2024. Costco, did you see this? They're eliminating the churro. They're getting rid of the churro. What? And in the place of the churro, 
they will put in a jumbo-sized chocolate chip cookie. So churros out, chocolate chip cookie in, and as an added bonus, we are told that Costco is going to add in the summer of 2024, according to internet speculation, uh, chocolate ice cream to the food court. They added strawberry ice cream, which was a, I didn't think that would be good, but I love it. I get the berry sundae with the strawberry ice cream at the food court. Yeah. Oh, man. It's a nice upgrade. On this podcast, we've mentioned the old school McDonald's burning hot apple pies. Yes. Yes. I didn't get to test it because I'm on a no sugar kick right now. Do you ever go to Panda Express? Every once in a while. Yeah, I will go there uh, and maybe I'll even go there on Christmas because I used to always go there with my dad. We'd have Christmas, eat Chinese food like all Jews. Yeah, nice. Okay, next time you go in there and for our audience, next time you walk in, get dessert because they are now offering hot apple pies. The picture, at least, looked like the old school McDonald's. Is that right? That's cool. Yeah. No, the the McDonald's, we talked about this on the podcast months ago, but there's one McDonald's that serves the original apple pie. And I think think it's around here. It's in Downey, Downey, California. Yeah. So you you can, we're lucky we live close enough, geographically desirable, we can get the old apple pie. Also, did you see that Chick-fil-A, some Chick-fil-A locations may soon be open on Sunday. This is a Uh 77-year-old policy that- change why because of politicians in new york and it didn't get a lot of attention but the new york state assembly proposed the rest stop restaurant act which would require food and beverage companies along the new york state thruway to stay open seven days a week now chick-fil-a currently operates seven locations on the new york thruway and has three more scheduled to be built and if this does end up going and continuing through the uh, as a law, uh, they will be forced to have either get rid of their locations on the New York Thruway, which apparently they like because they're adding three more, or they're going to have to open on Sunday. Thank you, Jesus! How pissed would those employees be at Chick-fil-A, right? They, they I get Sundays off, you don't have to work on Sunday. And now you got to That's work. when they should just schedule all the atheists that they have on staff. Well, yeah, you could do that, and and they have one at the Falcon Stadium in Atlanta, right? That they, but it's not. It's weird. They have one in the stadium, but it's not open on Sunday. They play on Sunday. Yeah, come on. My wife and I, we always crave chicken from their joint, and it, it's always a Sunday. We're always like, why do we want to go there on Sunday? We know they're not open, but it, it's happened a few times. Where we're like, man, I want Chick Fil A today. Oh crap, it's Sunday. <laughs> yeah, no, it always, always seems to happen. Well, that's one of the reasons that they put, and this is brilliant by our friends at Raising Cane's, they often will put a Raising Cane's right across the street from a Chick-fil-A. Because Cane's knows at least one day a week they will own the chicken market. Sloppy seconds. They also know that Chick-fil-A often has a line of cars, and sometimes people will go and see the line of cars on the drive-thru at Chick-fil-A, and they'll say, I'm not going to wait in line. I'm going to go over to Raising Cane's. Maybe I can get in there quicker and get my chicken. Bok, 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 chicken. You know, just like that. And they, that's, so. that wasn't a drop. No, that, that was a drop. I would, I'm would. i a professional broadcaster. I would never say that. Uh, I, what else? I saw the, the, if, you have a, if you have a daughter or you're just a, you know, you're a woman or a dude that loves Hello Kitty. I don't know. Hey. Who knows? 
<laughs> uh, they announced Goldfish. They will have limited edition Hello Kitty strawberry shortcake uh, flavored uh, edition of the uh, the Goldfish crackers in 2024. Oh, wow. So, you just made some cookies shaped like that. I did. I, I Oh, no, chocolates. I made some chocolates for my oh, niece. Oh, chocolates. Okay. Uh, in fact, I'm going to make more because she's going to come over on uh, uh, my my, uh, my nieces and cousins, little girls are going to come over. So I'm going to make them uh, Hello Kitty chocolates and some other random crap that I will I will make uh, this weekend. I am such a radio loser. Hey, it's Maller here. It's bracket season and you can pre-register now for the Fox Sports Radio Bracket Challenge at FoxSportsRadio.com. Get details, rules, and pre-register today so you can easily create your winning bracket when it's live on March 17th. Once you fill out your bracket, you'll be entered for a chance to win the ultimate college sports trip for you and a friend, including travel and stays at any graduate hotel's location sponsored by Tractor Supply and Graduate Hotels, where college fans stay. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get Our Way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everything. Everybody, including sitting presidents. So join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before, tell it like it is, and even sing a song or two. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Why don't give you a brief mailbag, because this is the two-for-one special and we'll yep. get out on that, right? It's our Ohio Al, come on, man. It's in the bag. All right. Thank you very much, Ohio Al. These are actual letters by actual listeners to the mailbag. We're not going to get to everyone that sent their letter in, unfortunately, but uh, we do thank you. And just send one in for next week and... Hopefully, we'll, we'll be able to get your message on the air. But you can email me right now. Don't have to wait. Realfifthhour at gmail.com. Realfifthhour at gmail.com. And you can do that or wait for me to post on Facebook. But let's get right to the bag. What's in the bag? First one from Alf, the cybersecurity department of FSR. He's excited there that he saw construction of a aforementioned Raising Canes in Connecticut. He said, also, Ben. As I was consuming last week's collection of podcasts, something particularly caused my ears to perk up. 
it has been brought to my attention that my TikTok account may have been compromised. During the foodie fun portion of the podcast, you mentioned stories and videos that I had bookmarked only days earlier that I was planning on sending you and Daddy G. So it is evident to me that someone on your social media staff either hacked my account or you as a closet TikTok aficionado. Uh, the latter is obviously not true because we're uh, where would you find the time to do such research for the pod? That's what you pay an army of underlings for. Absolutely, Alf. You get it. Don't you get it, pal? Uh, that'd be like uh, saying that you spend hours on end preparing for the overnight show and your producer has very little to do with the show outside screening a few calls here and there. I hope I can count on you to do the right thing and reprimand the guilty and maintain the honorable Ben Maller brand. Well, I will do that, Alf. Heads are going to roll. He also included a link to the former McDonald's chef that we referenced on a previous pod and his tip to acquiring the pickles that taste almost identical to the ones at McDonald's, which I'm good. What I do, I don't know about you, Danny, when I get the hamburger, or the cheeseburger, I take the pickles off. I don't like the pickles. I, I don't like the pickles when they're warm. Yeah. Alf's kick, his fetish is the pickle. He loves the pickle. Uh, next up, Daniel in Fort Wayne, Indiana says, hey, guys, have you considered coming to Fort Wayne to take in a Comet? Uh, that's a hockey, minor league hockey team, or a tin caps uh, during baseball season. Uh, Danny, I'm sure you and the wife and Koa and the family there would love to go to Fort Wayne, right? That's on your bucket list to visit for a vacation. It's on my top 10 board, which is not a list. <laughs> Not a list. It's a big board because you don't do lists because you don't you know, you'd be irrelevant if you do a list. Uh, yeah, Daniel is part of the Chamber of Commerce. He's just started calling the show recently, and I like Daniel. He's a character. I can tell this guy's got the ability to rise the ranks. He's an up-and-comer in the Maller Militia, and he loves Fort Wayne. He can't get enough of Fort Wayne, and he, he promotes Fort Wayne. He wants people to come to Fort Wayne. He loves his town, and it's just it's, it's amusing. Uh, I, I wouldn't mind going to a baseball game. We have not thrown out the first pitch at a baseball game in a while, so it would be a lot of fun to go to a tin caps game and throw out the first pitch. And I haven't been to a minor league hockey game in a while either, so uh, thank you, Daniel. Uh, and, and, again, Danny G, it's, it's high on his vacation list. It was either that or the Bahamas, and you know, oftentimes they'll go Fort Wayne. Uh, George and Uvalde says, guys, which movie do you prefer this time of the year? Scrooged with Bill Murray. Or National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation with Chevy Chase. So this is tough because Bill Murray's a legend. We love Bill Murray. But I, I'm going with Chevy Chase on this one. I've watched that National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation where he cuts down the tree in the middle of the forest and the whole thing. I watched that more than probably any other Christmas movie. So that, that gets my vote. What about you, Danny? Yeah. Chevy Chase sledding out of control into the Walmart parking lot is an all-time favorite scene. I got to go that route. And then the other movie I would throw in there, Home Alone, is something I love and everybody in the family loves it. So that's a movie that's going to be on this weekend. Yeah, that, that gets played a lot. My wife loves uh, the uh, the Will Ferrell one as the elf. Oh, yeah. We watched Elf last weekend. Big fan of that. Uh, last one, we'll, we'll get out on this uh, is this two-for-one pod. And this is from qu the queen of the Maller Militia, Queen Roxanne. 
in Colorado says, uh, she says, Ben, could you please give us an update on uh, the Maller Militia P1s? As you know, I now work days and don't always get to hear the whole show later. And she also wants to hear the the nicknames, which, uh, you know, that's people what the people want. Danny. I, I as you know, I would not. How about you give us an early Christmas gift and you don't give the nickname list? Well, listen, uh, Danny, I was raised properly by my my parents. They taught me to not to not disappoint the list. And they say the most important thing, the customer is always right. This is usually where I mutter under my breath. Jesus, in this case, Jesus would not want you to do this to us. It's the holiday season. Yeah season of giving it's the season of making people happy so i cannot queen roxanne's a beautiful woman i cannot uh, be rude to her and just get it over with i am known as the spin master of misinformation the bannering broadcaster i've been called the beethoven of bs curmudgeon of commentary Chasm of sarcasm, the czar of zany, the dark knight of weeknight sports radio, the mogul of mischief, Benny the Brazen, king of zing, Moneyball Maller, Benny the Brazen. Is this over? Not even halfway. Facetious Fox. I've been called the sultan of insultin. Who? The shaman of schadenfreude, dumping jack of wisecrack, insight of overnight, medicine man Maller, this is not the number one station anymore, is it? Nabob of negativity, the sage of outrage, pinnacle of cynical, prince of preposterous, professor of propaganda, the hazar of hyperbole, uh, the floating turd of the spoken word, and the mad hatter of sports chatter. How about shut up? And Danny, that's only half of my nickname. Can you believe that? That's only half. And Queen Roxanne wants all my nicknames, Danny. She wants all the. She don't want half. She's a you know she's a grown woman. She wants all the nicknames. So I've also been called the Baron of Baldwin. Oh, don't don't oh. do this. Oh, no. I gotta do it. I got it's a holiday. It's my gift. Ben sucks. Big gallbladder. Banish the menace. Captain knee jerk. The Duke of the North Woods. General of degenerates. Tycoon of teas. Master of disaster. The hustler. Of filibuster, night light of nightlife. Oh, the hell, Bill Miller. Pummeler of producers, Benny Brightside. Manatee of insanity, Marconi Maller. Moneyline Maller, emissary of embellishment. Weeknight windbag. I think that one made the TV show this week. Wizard of wacky, slayer of naysayers, grand goober of gab. No, no, no. The oligarch of dark, tower of babel on... Honest Adonis, Nocturnal Colonel, the underdog of monologue, and the Holy Pope of the Slippery Slope. Never heard of him. Danny, those are all my nicknames. Oh, look at the time. Oh, my God. I got to start packing for Disneyland. And with that, we say bye-bye. Enjoy the holidays. I will be taking a couple days in the man cave there. Uh, By request, Danny, I actually tried to work management at Fox, uh, our great boss, Scott Shapiro, is like, you really should take some, you know, you need to take a break. You got to recharge your batteries and all that. So, uh, but I am going to work a few days this week. I will not be on the next couple of nights. In fact, nobody will be on 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 Christmas Eve tomorrow because we have uh, best of kind of a year in review that we put together 
Uh, and it's it's our show and a bunch of other shows. We each do one hour. I spent a whole week putting the Covino and Rich hour together. Yeah, so we look back at some of the funny moments that happened on the show, if you might have missed it, and we replay some of the great things that happened. It's a, it's a really fun idea that we've done for years, and you can hear a little bit from every show, and you can sample our show. And the cool thing, some people complain, Dan, he's like, well, why don't we just play your episode over and over again? I was like, well, no, we, we want to expose you to other people, and our episode gets played in other times, and so people yeah. hear our show at times that we're yeah. not on, and so it, we're, it's great for everyone. Cross-contamination. Yes, we contaminate your mind with other shows, and so it's uh, it's a really great idea, and I'm glad that we're included because we get to play be played in the daytime a little bit and at night, and so it's good in in, in rotation and all that. But to be safe, uh, Danny. Uh, I assume you're taking a little break too. Or are you uh, you taking a little time here this week? Yeah, so we're going to be at uh, the park tomorrow in Anaheim, and then Covino and Rich will be back, but not on the afternoon show. We'll be back next Wednesday for Dan Patrick. And we're doing the hat trick Wednesday, Thursday, Friday morning. All right. V very cool. And I will be in a couple of nights. I'm off uh, Christmas Eve into Christmas Day and Christmas night into the following day. But then I'll be in two nights. I'll have the TV show. That's part of the reason I'm not taking the whole week off. So I will have the TV show next weekend. And I'll do a couple of nights of radio. And we'll have the pod next weekend and all that. So that is the schedule. But be safe. Hopefully you spend some time with family and friends. And uh, if not, if we're, if we're your friends and family, happy holidays. Merry Christmas to you. I love them hoes. We're here for you. And uh, we, we love you. And, and uh, go and back and catch up on all the uh, Fifth Hour podcasts. Now you got some free time to go back and listen to everything. Yeah, we've got a big archive of work. You don't just have to download the one where I poop my pants. There's other episodes that you can download. Uh, we'll get out. Have a, a wonderful rest of your weekend and the next couple days here. And uh, be safe and Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and we'll catch you when we catch you. Ho, ho, ho. Who, me? Asta pasta. Got a murder. Got to go. Hey, it's Maller here. It's bracket season, and you can pre-register now for the Fox Sports Radio Bracket Challenge at foxsportsradio.com. Get details, rules, and pre-register today so you can easily create your winning bracket when it's live on March 17th. Once you fill out your bracket, you'll be entered for a chance to win the ultimate college sports trip for you and a friend, including travel and stays at any graduate hotel's Location sponsored by Tractor Supply and Graduate Hotels, where college fans stay. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.